All you need to know about the Colts in one place. The Colts Daily Update starts now. Here's the voice of the Colts, Matt Taylor. Hey, happy Wednesday. This is the Colts Daily Update tonight here on 93.5-1075. The fan, a lot to get into per usual. We got you dialed in for the next 15 minutes or so talking Colts football. The Colts made news again today. Interim coach Jeff Saturday led off his Wednesday press conference with the announcement that Nick Foles will start a quarterback for the Colts in Week 16 against the Chargers in the upcoming game on Monday Night Football the night after Christmas. Foles will become the third different starting quarterback used by the Colts this season, joining Matt Ryan and Sam Ellinger. And Saturday today, explain the move and why he came to that decision. Yeah, it just didn't feel like we made enough plays offensively. You know, we, um, I mean, you know, it's no secret. We, we haven't converted in the red zone. We, you know, and, and ultimately you got to make plays in the NFL. And we're not making nearly enough explosive plays and, um, you know, not making plays in the red zone. And, again, I've said this before, this is not all on Matt, right? I mean, this is, uh, this is us entirely on an offensive perspective. And, um, but, that, you know, ultimately that leads into it, you know. And so I feel like Nick will give us a, a better chance to go win these last three games, and that's why we're headed that way. That's Jeff Saturday and what he was alluding to right there, the fact that the Colts were just one for four inside the red zone last time out in the loss to the Minnesota Vikings. They're just six for their last 12, the Colts, that is, inside the 20-yard line this season. The Colts put up 36 points against the Vikings, but only 22 of that came from the offense. And Saturday against the Vikings marked the seventh time this season the Colts scored one touchdown or less in a game. During the Colts' four-game losing streak, Matt Ryan completing only 62% of his passes for just over 200 yards per game. He's averaging just over six yards per pass attempt. And on Saturday, the Colts' yards per attempt number was only 5.5, and the vertical passing game has been a problem all season long. The Colts haven't generated chunk plays near enough this season, and Jeff Saturday talked about the move to Foles maybe generating a spark in that department. I hope so. I mean, listen, we've talked about it. We got, we ha- you know, at the end of the day, we have to get teams out of playing their safeties at, you know, seven yards. And, and you know, look, man, you everybody watches all 22. You can see it, right? Clear as day. Um, and so we're, at some point, you have to challenge people vertically. Uh, again, that's not on one position. There's a number of positions that's involved in uh but yeah we have we have to make that but um you know whoever's at quarterback that was that there's no different ask there that's Jeff Saturday and now the ask is on Nick Foles he hasn't started a game all season long for the Colts in fact his last start came week 16 of last year with the Bears when Chicago beat Seattle he spent the last two seasons primarily as a backup in Chicago before joining the Colts this offseason. He played behind Mitch Trubisky in 2020 and Justin Fields in 2021. And in that time, he started eight games and for his career has started 56 games. He's 29-27 and 27 as a starter and famously took over the Eagles in 2017 after the injury to Carson Wentz late in that season, guided the Eagles to the Super Bowl, outdueled Tom Brady and the Patriots, won Super Bowl MVP that season. And so he's been in this situation before, and Jeff Saturday knows Nick is not going to be 
overwhelmed with this situation. Yeah, he, I mean, he's obviously very prepared, right? He's come in at different times in his career and been uh, been fantastic. Obviously, back in Philly, I think a couple of different times, honestly, in Philly. And uh, so I have no doubt. I mean, he, he stays prepared. I mean, even as you go through the weeks, you see him in preparation with the other quarterbacks and the communication. Those guys. It's a great room. I mean, they, they, like he, Sam, Matt, all those guys. I mean, they pull for each other. They help each other. And so, um, you know, I think he's very comfortable in this position. Obviously, I'm sure he feels for Matt, their boys, and you know this is this is never easy in a locker room. I know to the world it seems so, but it, it is not. I mean, these guys, they're you know they have relationships, obviously very close. One feels for the other one, and then they're pulling for the other one. So, um, but those guys have been been fantastic all season. I don't I don't think that'll change even a little bit. That against Jeff Saturday. This is the Colts Daily Update tonight on 93.5 and 107.5. The fan, I'm Matt Taylor, and for Nick Foles. This is going to be the first time he's thrown to the Colts starting skill players all season. In training camp, he was the number two quarterback behind Matt Ryan all offseason, all during the uh, preseason as well. And during the regular season, he's been primarily the scout team quarterback, so he hasn't taken a snap with the first team offense all season. He was recruited in the offseason by Frank Reich, who we knew very well from his days with the Eagles when Reich was the offensive coordinator on that run to the Super Bowl. Uh, he was brought in to back up Matt Ryan, and then Frank Reich obviously relieved of his duties in early November. Matt Ryan gets banged up. Uh, he bangs up that shoulder. Sam Ellinger then starts over Foles. Now Foles is the guy after being inactive five times this season. So needless to say, this season has not gone according to plan for Nick Foles when he initially signed with the team in the spring. Oh, it's a 180. Um, I couldn't have expected anything to happen this year. Um, you know, Frank Reich, one of the best coaches I've ever been around. This is the big reason I came here, and I love him to death. And, you know, everything that's transpired is not what I expected, but that's sort of how life goes is you, you sort of expect something, and God has a way of changing it on you. Um, and that it's for your better. I know, you know, Frank and I will always be close. We'll always stay in touch. And then um, it has allowed us as players to bond in a unique way through different trials and tribulations that you can only bond through, you know, going through this. And uh, there's a lot of bright spots, spots in this year um, with the people you get to meet, with the people you get to go to work with. And our ultimate goal right now is to finish it strong and finish it the right way. That's Nick Foles. But as we said, he's been through this before. He's had stints with the Eagles, the Bears, Jaguars, Chiefs, and Rams. He's thrown for over 14,000 yards in his career, 82 touchdowns. He's played in a Super Bowl and today talked about how he's going to prepare for Monday night against the Chargers. I think just lock in like it's a game in practice. Um, obviously talking to the guys about different routes, different things, different cadence. Um, it's sort of a crash course because sometimes you're with the team for a couple years and then you go in and out and you play. Like This is my first time to really be with the guys. So first off, just how I am in the huddle, um, what I'm like conducting. So for me, also, it's just trying to get that mindset of like executing this offense, running this offense, saying these plays. Because um, really, it was training camp, and now since then, it's been scouting cards. But I've watched Matt and Sam do a lot of reps. Um, but there's always that learning curve. So I just, you know, I got to go out there, be, be in the moment, do what I can. That's the quarterback part of it, Nick Foles. The other part of it is center, Ryan Kelly. For Ryan Kelly, Nick Foles makes nine different starting quarterbacks he's worked with as the starting quarterback or the starting center, I should say, for this football team since 2016. This is a dance that Ryan Kelly's done before and today talked about what goes in to a quarterback change for him as the longest tenured Colt on the roster. Yeah, I mean, I think it's just um, it's just the day-to-day -day stuff, uh, figuring out, you know, how he sees it or, 
what his cadence is. You know, everybody's got a little different cadence. Um, just talking things through, I think that's why, you know, it's great that we're playing Monday night. We've got a little extra time to, to figure things out. But, um, you know, it's kind of a good thing. There's a, a situation like that where you just, you know, you're switching last minute um, to, you know, a guy that, who had, you know, hadn't really taken a lot of reps at the ones is, you know, we're keeping things simple, which is great. So guys can go out there and play fast. And um, it just starts that it just puts the onus on the walkthroughs and um, every meeting that we have and every practice just, you know, that much more vital. That's Ryan Kelly. Again, this is the Colts Daily Update tonight on 93.5 and 107.5. The Fan, I'm Matt Taylor. And uh, Ryan Kelly and the Colts offense getting ready for the 8-6 and six Chargers Monday night game, the fourth and final primetime game this year for the Colts. The Chargers have everything to play for in Week 16. As of now, they're in the playoffs as a wildcard team, ranking sixth in the AFC. They've won three of their last four, two in a row. They're coming off a last-second win over the Titans last week. They won that game 17-14. to Their last three games on the season are against teams with losing records. They close out against the Colts, Rams, and Broncos. They're guided by Brandon Staley at head coach. He's in year number two. He was the defensive coordinator of the Rams before taking over the Chargers. And they've certainly had a bit of a roller coaster of a season. And a lot of people thought this was going to be the year for the Chargers to overtake the Chiefs in the AFC West. But they've had a lot of injuries. They had to play star edge rusher Joey Bosa and cornerback J.C. Jackson on IR. And they've only played two complete games on the season with receivers Mike Williams and Keenan Allen, who have been in and out of the lineup due to injuries as well. Justin Herbert at quarterback, though, he's the real deal. He's proved multiple times he's one of the best young quarterbacks in the game. He's the first quarterback in NFL history to throw for over 4,000 yards in each of his first three NFL seasons. So they light it up in the passing game on offense, and they've been better on defense as of late. Los Angeles has allowed 17 or fewer points and fewer than 300 total yards in the last two games against the Dolphins and Titans. Those two teams would also be in the playoffs at the moment as well. And earlier today, Rick Venturi on Inside Football, our podcast on Colts.com and the Colts Audio Network, he discussed the Chargers in more detail on the big picture. The Bolts have been, you know, the last couple years, and maybe it's because of Herbert, uh, they've been maybe the most hyped team that has always kind of underachieved. I would say, however, though, at this moment, they have really balled out the last two weeks. I mean, I, they, if you watch that tape that last two weeks, it really jumps out at you. I mean, they are flying around. They have really played good, and I think they're playing with confidence. Um, you're right about Staley. I think you got to be alert for unconventional decisions, um, fourth down, uh, you know he doesn't think you always have to punt when you should. Uh, you got to be a re- you got to be ready for that. Uh, they have had key injuries. Uh, there's no question about that. They're a little bit. They're a little bit like Minnesota in that their strength is offense. If you can just look at the numbers up and down across the board, you know number 12 totally, number 14 in scoring, number two in the pass. I mean they have the potential, obviously, to be a good offensive team, and yet. Their defense has really struggled. Obviously, Jackson hurt him out. James has really hurt him out. Now, he may play against us. He didn't play last week. He did the week before. He's been all banged up. And, of course, Bosa really being gone really hurts their sack potential. Um, but this is a team, like you said, that really, really right now is hot. Uh, there is no question that I, I think what they do is they do take care of the ball. They've got a really good turnover uh, ratio. And Herbert's a real deal, Matt. There's no question about it. I didn't want to like him 
I've never really studied him. I've watched him casually as a fan. This is the first time that I really had the opportunity to watch him. And this kid can do it all. He can really do it all. I mean, he when you talk about talent, you can check every box. And really, I really think that the perception that they're a really good team and he's surrounded by a lot of good players, I, I think it's a myth. I really do. I, I think really the more I watch him, he elevates him. For instance, Sunday, you know, against Tennessee, the game is 14-14. It's tied and they get the ball with 52 seconds. They throw a couple checkdowns. All of a sudden, he breaks contain on their left side, on Tennessee's left side. He gets out, Matt, full speed run, full speed run, and throws an absolute dart to Mike Williams at about 35 yards downfield. And I'm going like, wow. And then they inevitably kick the field goal to win it. So I think Eckler is the one of the most underrated running backs as you know he has over 1300 total yards and i think 13 touchdowns he's he's really one of the underrated maybe the most talented guy on their offense besides the quarterback and then i've always really liked everett as a tight end i think he's a a real a, a real sleeper and on defense you know they've they've really had their struggles as you said, they have really been bad against the run. They haven't gotten the sacks, you know, without Bosa. You know, but they've played better the last two weeks, and their their hole has been better than the parts. Mack, of course, we know him, is a seven-sack guy. Van is coming on, playing on the other side. You know, they, they you know Fox is pretty good inside with three-and-a-half. If James comes back, he's a really good blitzer. Adderley's a good center fielder. I mean, there's a lot of guys that can play – you know, I think their corners are inconsistent, but it's an offensive-driven team, and it's a quarterback that is very, very yeah. dangerous. That's Rick Venturi, and that's from our Inside Football podcast, which is up right now on Colts.com, the Colts mobile app, and anywhere else you download your podcasts on the Colts Audio Network. Rick always gives you the blueprints for the Colts to beat the opponent every week, so check that whole thing out in full when you can on demand. Again, the Colts audio network uh, wherever you download your podcasts and online on colts.com it's all the time we've got tonight we're up against it we'll have more on the colts and chargers matchup tomorrow and more on the colts quarterback change nick Foles will start on monday night football against the los angeles chargers instant replay is coming up next i'm matt taylor thanks for listening this has been the colts daily update tonight on 93.5 and 107.5 the fan good night